Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. The expert North Texas here on News Radio 1080 KRLD. I'm David Rankin. And I'm Kristen Diaz. And joining us here on the KRLD Afternoon uh, News today is Allison Ravenscraft. She is an expert insect research- researcher, meaning she loves bugs. <laughs> and she is an assistant professor of biology at UTA. Thanks so much for joining us today. It's a pleasure to be here. Okay, so there's been a lot of rumblings about this big event coming soon. I've been seeing all these different media outlets. They've been talking about it. So we had to come to the expert, to you, to come talk about this huge cicada event. Is it really true that all of these cicadas are going to hatch out of the ground all at the same time, and we're just going to see an invasion of these bugs? (laughs) So yes, and also no. So um, yes, so there are two broods of cicadas that are going to emerge simultaneously across the Midwest and the South. Um, And so there are going to be across the United States, trillions and trillions of cicadas. Um, the, The tricky part is that these two broods are going to emerge in different areas. So the real um, fascinating, like impressive phenomenon is that like if you go um, drive north to south or east to west, the total coverage of these cicadas is just going to be massive. Um, but the densities will be um, as impressive as they always are at a given location. So there are going to be massive numbers of cicadas, but at any given location, it'll be no more massive than than usual. I'm seeing in some reports that there are three states, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, which are going to see both broods at the same time and and that would just what double the population that those states are going to have to deal with yeah yeah in the given states that those they'll they'll have potentially twice it really depends on the the geographic spread of the broods in each state um but like at a given location the cicada broods actually avoid each other remarkably well um so it's just it's just like the spread of them is going to be insane so you know if you call if you're in illinois and you call your neighbor who's a county away they'll also be complaining that their dog is eating cicadas (laughs) if you call your grandparents two counties away they're also going to be complaining that they're sweeping cicadas off of their porches oh boy and you said this is like a this is a once in a lifetime type of deal right this doesn't happen Um, very often this is more than once in a lifetime so this only happens once every 221 years wow so this is uh far rarer than Halley's comet the last time this happened was uh the uh, year of the louisiana purchase um and it's not going to happen again until 2245 
Wow. Uh, so these these two broods of cicadas, um, they they're on one of them is on a 13 year cycle. So they emerge every 13 years. And one of them is on a 17 year cycle and they emerge every 17 years. And so they won't meet each other again for another 221 years. Taking a look at the map and I see Oklahoma and Louisiana and Arkansas are all on the map. Texas is not. Does that mean we're just going to be cicada adjacent? We are cicada adjacent, so um, you may either be really happy or really disappointed to learn that you're going to have to drive a little bit to experience this. And if you're a bug nerd like me, um, it's really tempting to, to, to drive to see this <laughs> event that's only going to happen in, once in 221 years. Wow. No, you mentioned something. Your dog might eat this. What, like, what, what kinds of things do we need to know about cicadas? You know, some people here, born and raised in the South, and they, they hear them in the trees. They see their shelves. They know. Some people have never really experienced them at all all so so what are some some facts about them let's see okay some facts um so there are a whole bunch of different species of cicada so globally oh. there are three thousand species so we see cicadas wow. every year but they are um not these periodical cicadas we don't see these periodical ones every year so these are going to be um really beautiful black-bodied insects that kind of look like an overgrown housefly um, but their wings have these beautiful gold veins and they have bright red eyes um, and so they are, uh, they're harmless. They cannot bite. They cannot sting. Uh, they can make a loud noise. That's basically, if you held it up to your ear really, really long time, maybe you could get some hearing damage. That's about it. But they are, they can be a nuisance. They are, they, they emerge in large, large densities. Um, they die, they coat your patio. Um, dogs like to eat them, which many people think is kind of gross. Um, so, so they are kind of, uh, they can be considered a nuisance, but um, hopefully the fact that this is such a rare and cool event can maybe partially offset how annoying it is for a few <laughs> weeks of the summer. It is. It can be annoying. I've, I've heard some of these cicadas when I used to live in that area. The question is, are they spreading because will Texas eventually see some of these particular broods or do we have enough of our own? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I don't know of any evidence that they are spreading, there is a big question about what's going to happen to their cycles with climate change. Mm -hmm. So as the seasons, you know, as spring progresses to be earlier and earlier, um, the cicadas are going to start emerging earlier and earlier, and they may actually get confused and start emerging um, off of those 13 and 17 year cycles. Um, so like over time, they could spread a little bit, but they they seem to stay put. So I think we're probably mostly stuck, at least in the short term, with uh, our current cicada species that we've got in Texas. Do cicadas migrate? Do they fly for long distances or... No, they, they need to worry about. <laughs> they don't move too far. I mean, they're they're pretty strong short range flyers, um, but they don't tend to move too too far. Um, and their adult lifespan is only, uh, I think, it's about four weeks, um, maybe six. And so their adult lifespan is just so small compared to the thirteen to seventeen years that they spend underground as nymphs. I was curious, does anything attract them? Like, will we see like, you know, certain types of birds or certain types of like maybe snakes that are going to be like, yeah, this is what I've been wanting. <laughs> yeah. Be oh, yeah. When they emerge. Absolutely. When they emerge, they are a free for all buffet for a um, whole bunch of different things, including snakes. Um, I saw a fact somewhere that um, copperheads will travel you know, like up to a mile to find a cicada aggregation to just chow down. Wow. Um, birds are chowing down, obviously, again, like our pets, cats and dogs will chow down. Um, so this is like a, a free for all buffet that happens, wow. you know, periodically, right? Every uh, so often 13 or 17 year cycles. And um, that resource pulse um, is also really beneficial. It looks like for um, like forest plants and aquatic systems, because as those cicadas 
uh, fall to the ground and die. They release a bunch of nutrients into the soil as well. I was just going to ask you, what good are cicadas? Because we know, for example, <laughs> mosquitoes are good for nothing, really. But, <laughs> Wait, you, some cicada, uh, sorry, some mosquitoes actually uh, pollinate flowers. So there's a fun fact. Yeah. Um, but so cicadas. <laughs> I hate mosquitoes too when they bite me. But they can, and they're food for a whole bunch of beneficial uh, animals as well. Um, but yeah, cicadas similarly are food for um, the entire ecosystem when they're present. Um, and they do, again, yeah, uh, carry resources um, widely across forest ecosystems. Um, they are actually somewhat uh, limited to forests. So if you're in sort of a really grassy area, you're unlikely to see them. Um, but yeah, they, they spread uh, resources and nutrients around. They're food for a short period of time. And they also produce the characteristic sound of summer. So, um, you know, maybe they're, they're a nice sort of reminder of your childhood summer days. I love that. I love that. I do have another question. Just they're in the ground for so long. Are they just dormant or are they, you know, are they alive underneath the ground? Yeah, they're growing just very slowly. Mm -hmm. um, and so they feed on the sap and plant roots. So they just sort of hang out. They attach themselves to the root system of a tree and they just grow very, very slowly. We think that they are probably, we're not sure, but we think that they're counting the years based on the annual flow of of sugary sap down to the tree's roots at the start of the spring. Wow. That there's, no, there's no real danger associated with the cicadas at all. No, they don't bite. They don't sting. They're not known to carry any diseases. Um, some some populations, at least historically, use them as a source of food when they were present. Wow. So they're just scary looking. They're shells. <laughs> <laughs> they're scary looking or beautiful. <laughs> if you can get past the initial creepo factor, right? Because we all have yeah. that initial creep out factor to bug. Um, but when you get past it and look at them, I think they are actually gorgeous, especially those beautiful wings with their beautiful veins. So yeah. um, if you can stand to be around close enough to them to take a look, I think they're actually very pretty. Yeah, I think the bugs are cool. It's the shells that freak me out. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like little uh, aliens. Yeah. I'm like, well, what are you supposed to do with this? Well, this <laughs> is just so fascinating. We really appreciate your time with us here on the KRLD Afternoon News. We know that this is a very exciting time. I mean, what a time to be alive. All the, you know, all the things that we've been experiencing these uh, past couple of years, I feel like everyone's been saying, oh, Oh, this only happens once in a lifetime or every 100 years and now you're saying every 200 years i'm like oh boy <laughs> gotta do something with a solar eclipse too <laughs> oh yeah it's too bad they're not coming out uh, it'll be a little because it's a little too early for them i think that's too bad it would, it would be great if it happened at the same time it's so wild but we really appreciate your time thank you so much that is allison ravenscraft here on the carol the afternoon news Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.